ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is Tuesday, May 3rd, 2022. Uh, this is number 117 of Crossplay. Coming up on today's show, Square Enix is up to something. They are, there are lots of stuff is going on with them. This is going to be a Square Enix focused show this week. Disney announced a new game that's probably going to make a shitload of money. Uh, and the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase for this summer has been announced, but we'll get to all that in just a sec. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Alan Busby. What's up? Hello. Hello. Hi. And Ignacio Rojas. How's it going, Ignacio? Hey. Doing good, doing good. Uh, not uh, much to complain about. Uh, so actually, <laughs> yep. there might be something you have to complain about. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow has been oh canceled. Oh my god. Ignacio, how are you feeling? Because uh, I, I feel why? terrible. Why? Why? It's one of their best shows. I, I, I don't un- understand it. It is secretly oh, is, 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 is this one of the Netflix shows in that list that got no, canceled? No, no. Uh, no. no, you can watch it on Netflix. No, it's not a Netflix show. So, Legends of Tomorrow. Alan, are you aware of the CW Arrowverse? Uh, no. It's okay, all so, their, uh, like, DC Comics shows. Yeah. Stuff, these like the these are, like, all the shows, like, this is what, like, the Arrow, the Flash, like, the all Arrow, these shows, yeah, exactly right? Yeah. that. So, they had the Arrow, they had the Flash, and they were building up their own universe, the Arrowverse. Uh, and so after the flesh came out, they decided to uh, combine uh, characters from the flesh and the arrow and give them, all, them all, their own show called Legends of Tomorrow. And then, to be honest, it's season like one wasn't Doctor that good. Who meets Guardians yeah. of the G- 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 Galaxy, right? Okay, okay. And so season one, to be honest, wasn't that good. But then season two, they went crazy. They went. They decided to just have fun, not take it so seriously, and. To be honest, it, w- it was a very good show. Yeah, that show and is it, fucking ridiculous. It is, and it, it broke is your so heart. much fun, though. Like, it's, it's not even, like, let's be honest. It's not that great of a show, but it's the but fact it that fun. they can. Right. It's the fact that they made it so much fun to watch and they just did stupid shit. And it was just like, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay, okay with this. Like, let's just have some some good tv with like this ragtag group of like just oddball characters that really shouldn't be on a team together just somehow saving the universe kind of hopefully right and it it, it was secretly their best and it was just like yeah i'm so mad now because they canceled it yeah uh, <sighs> sadly oh, well. it, it did leave in a in like a cliffhanger where yeah. they, they clearly were teasing something for next season, but then uh, they just are not going to get the opportunity to actually explore that. And what's Ooh. crazy is that they, like I said, they started building their own universe. They had the Flash, Arrow, Legends. They brought in Bad Woman. They had Supergirl joining. And uh, they also were working on other spin-off shows. But now it's down to only the Flash and uh, the Which- Superman and Lois show. Which mm. isn't very connected to the to the universe, so t- you could argue it's just the Flash right now. Which the the Flash should have been canceled, yeah. a while ago. That that show yeah. is just like, how is it still going? Oh my god! They um, they are giving it 
uh, another season. I think that last year they renewed it for two more seasons. This one and the next one. Good God, man. I, I, I'm a sucker for those shows. I watch them all. Uh, but and just, yeah, they, yeah. they, I, I think this is also part of them kind of pivoting more to HBO Max of mm-hmm. just like, hey, yeah, the, the argument is that it might have to do with the acquisition, the recent acquisition that they had. That, of, that too, yeah. That's, I think, the CW side. Yeah. Yeah. So, but those oh, aren't video games, though. On. No, it's not. Yeah. This is not video games. That's what we are here to talk about uh, <laughs> instead this week. Uh, so let's dive in to, uh, to what we've been playing. Whoa. There you go. Alan, okay. since you weren't yeah. here last yeah. week, let's start with you, my dude. Man, so I have been working through my backlog of games, all right? And there, there, it's a fat list, hated all right? It so, so, so much that he just left. He was it's like, a, I don't want to hear Alan talk about fucking video game. Like, it's a fat video list. game podcast. So, <sighs> so I, thanks to a friend of mine, uh, mm-hmm. Lissa, who is a massive Crash Team Racing, just mad gamer. Um, I have switched sides. Crash Ooh. Team Racing is the superior kart racer to Mario Kart. Interesting. Yeah, uh, arguments, please. What 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 is your? I, so I don't position. have it's it's I guess it's technically opinion based because I like Mario Kart. <laughs> I like Mario Kart a lot. Yeah, I like Mario Kart a lot. I, I love it. I played it a ton. If there's one thing I hate about Mario Kart, and this is technically the appeal of it, is that it's too fucking random. Like sometimes Amy would be like, you want to play Mario Kart online? Let's play online. I'm like, yeah, we can. But then I play online and I just get instantly pissed because people just spam items. They get items. They slow down to hit you. They veer out of their way. Like, can you just fucking race? Like, I hate the RNG lack of skill that items provide in Mario Kart and it pisses me off. Mm -hmm. I would say that's the fun of it. Exactly. But like in CTR, there are still items and they're pretty they're pretty good. They're not like they're not like unfair, spammable, bad. But like Crash Team Racing is all about drifting. And I love drifting in Mario Kart. It's my favorite thing to learn and get better at and master. And CTR's drifting mechanic and speed management is so it's so technical that when you learn it and get it down, it's so satisfying. And even if you you can actually get spammed by items and get hit and get knocked to last place. It doesn't matter if you know how to manage your speed and know how to take shortcuts and drift really well. You can come back and win the entire race because you just know how to to drift and out and out race. And it feels Crash Team Racing feels to me more satisfying to win than Mario Kart. Like in Mario Kart, sometimes you're like, oh, I won because in second place I got I got triple reds and then a red shell and I just won. But in Crash, sometimes you win and it's just because you got the fastest form of, of fire from your drifting and you maintained it for an entire three laps straight and never lost it. Yeah. And it just feels yeah. like it's far more satisfying to win. I think that Mario Kart might be, in a way, easier to pick up and just yeah. have, a, have, have a fun and enjoyable time. Like, hey, if, if I want to... Hang out with a group of friends. I can just pop in, uh, pop up uh, Mario Kart, and we'll all play and we'll have a uh, good time. 
And I think that comes in because of one, I think the controls are maybe easier for yeah. cart uh, yeah. than uh, they're definitely sim- they're definitely simpler. Yeah, <laughs> the drifting is for sure simpler in a uh, Mario Kart. Oh yeah, and then it's I just think a button. The, I think the items. Yeah, if you try uh, to play it seriously and maybe competitively, they can be annoying because of their randomness and how uh, if you are far behind, you can just get a bullet bill and it will <laughs> bring you and, up, uh, up front. And some, sometimes you can get a bullet bill, Ignacio, and race up to like third place and yeah, then exactly. use it. Yeah, or be in first place and get a blue shell, of course, that's a classic. Yes. Yeah, I think it's that's, just that that's rubber maybe, banding. Yeah, yeah it does. I think that that's part of the appeal of of uh, Mario Kart. Yeah, I mean that's and also like the thing that people hate and also kind of love at the same time of Mario Party too. Like it's so fucking yeah. random that yeah, it it it'll, it'll yeah. screw everything up and you hate it. But that's also you're just like yes, I won. Ha! Well, you know, like that is like the the best and, part of that game. And and like I'll still play Mario Kart, but like and 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 I and I agree that like the controls are way simpler in Mario Kart because like Amy and I play a lot of Mario Kart, and like I feel like because of my knowledge of drifting in Mario Kart, I was able to, while still struggling, transition to CTR without it being super painful. But like Amy can't transition to CTR because instead of just holding a button to drift and letting go, you have to drift, turn around corners. And hit the other shoulder button to release your drift at a certain yeah. timing window to yeah. get the max boosting and everything else, which is a whole level of complexity in its own skill set. And it's it's satisfying. And Ignacio, of course, I loved it so much. I platinumed it. How is it platinum compared to uh, Crash? Crash 4. It is easy. Crash 4 was a. It is easier. What's that thing for you? Crash 4 is definitely probably the worst platinum of the Crash games because there's so much shit you have to do. CTR has one annoying trophy, but it's not that bad. Other than that, I think CTR's trophy design is phenomenal because none of the trophies are actually kind of stupid. They're, every single trophy actually encourages you to actually get better at every mechanic in the game that makes it more satisfying in the end. Mm. Where Crash 4 doesn't have that. It's not like oh do this and you feel more satisfied no it's just more time consuming but yeah that is ctr other than that the only other game i have been playing is i re-picked up dust an elysian tale a side scroller kind of hack and slash game kind of like odin sphere and all those kind of hollow knight and those games of its ilk and i played this game before but i'm playing it again and i'm going for the platinum and i was like when did i last play this game because i played it before i last played this game in October of 2014. Oh, man. <laughs> and somehow I did not get the platinum. And this game is just really good. I don't really need to explain why, because if you've played anything like Hollow Knight or any of those any of those kind of games, you know why this game's good. You know why it's fun. But it's just a good time. Eight, eight years later. Glad that it holds up. I've never heard of this game. Yeah, I don't remember how I found this game, but yeah, it's um, I mean, it hasn't aged the best. I think it's audio mixing is a little bad for cutscenes, but mm. it's fun. And you can tell it's a product of its time because there are these little unique things where you can get sanctuary friends in quotes that increase your sure, max yeah. health by 5%. But they're all references to other indie games. Like I've rescued two of the 12 so far, 
and it's I rescued Super Meat Boy and uh, the guy from the guy from Spelunky. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know what other indie guys are going to be in there, but it's kind of cool. A product of its time when Meat Boy was like the peak indie game. (laughs) Yeah. It's tough. Cool. So, yeah, that's all I've been playing. Um, I want to go go next here. Uh, go for it. Cause I want to talk about Sifu. Sifu got hey, an update today, the, the update. day that we are recording this. Yeah. Um, and I've beaten it. I beat Sifu finally. Like, like I, with no, with I, I beat you beat it today. With I beat the update? it today with the wow. update. Oh, yeah. nice. Um. Yeah, so I, I had gotten, uh, originally, I had gotten up to the club, uh, and I had yeah. gotten to the final b- b- boss of the club, but I just, God, that, that game is so ridiculously, like, involved. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard. It's challenging, and I love it. I just couldn't do it. Um, and like, so you, couldn't, been, you couldn't do it while being younger. You couldn't do it, like, at all. Like I, I'm just not skilled as a g- gamer <laughs> enough to, to to beat that g- game. Like the the amount of skill it requires is insane. Like I, it's Ignacio's beating it. He's platinumed it. Um, right? You you platinumed yeah. it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. it's just it was not I, I I was stuck and I was like there's no way <laughs> like there's no way I will be able to do this, um, and so yeah they had an update for the game that they released uh today uh which included difficulty modes oh, whoops that volume so, is on um yes I haven't looked at this is the difficulty like did it just was it just like Souls games where it just had a a static difficulty. Yes, yeah. so there's three options now. I I forget exactly what they call them, but the one that the game was originally is their new new normal. They have okay. a much harder one, and they oh, have an nice. e- 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 easier um one. And so I bumped it down so that I could continue playing the game. Uh, and I really like this game. I I yeah. this this nice. game is awesome. Um, yeah, I think if if Sifu was too hard for you. Now is a great time to jump back in because uh, the way the new the way the difficulty works uh, on the lower difficulty is that every time you die, instead of aging by the number of times you've died, you only age by one. Oh, Um, so so it makes the it makes the aging penalty less severe. Yes. Uh, on top of that, the um, I think you have like a little bit more health and the combos that the bad guys do are a little bit simplified. Um, oh, yeah. But it, it still like it still makes you do all of the stuff that you need to do in the game to beat the mm-hmm. game um, to to beat the club boss. You you have to like learn how to dodge and or like do that thing where you stand still yeah. and like duck and wave uh and do all of that stuff and yeah i i played through it today and i have yet to go back in and do all of that stuff but i beat it at age like 46 or 47 oh wow uh, oh, man, I, I guess if you do not have the counter yeah it's this so so yeah my my only my only just just my only like quick question so like 
Because Kyle, you found the the normal the normal difficulty to be like too difficult for the club and beyond. Like, do you feel like when you bumped it to easy, do you feel like it was just too easy or do you feel like it struck like the perfect like? Um, I, I felt like it was pretty good, to be honest. Um, the thing I was worried about is that I could like I I I want to kind of brute force this gig game and just button mm-hmm. and mash. Right. And just hit the attack, the attack button randomly. High, low, high, low, you know, um, and you couldn't really, I mean, you can do that, but some of those bosses, it's going to take forever to beat them when you do that. Um, like you, you still have to figure out, all right, what makes their, their, their stagger go up faster, all of that, that stuff. So it still felt like so, somewhat of a challenge and it still felt like hey now that i know how to do this i can go back in and there's still mm-hmm. more stuff for me to do and i, I can still get better at the, yeah. at, at the g- 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 game so it still it still makes it a good challenge but it's simpler it doesn't yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. i because i i don't difficulty doesn't matter but i don't like games that add an easy mode that just make everything too easy yeah no not yeah that, not that's this what- one that's what i'm curious about because one of the things that i liked about sifu was that for me my journey was okay i get to the boss i it kills me like three four times i beat it on the fourth one at 80 then the next one 10 years less and the next one so so on so on and so i'm curious with easy mode did you have that of i now now i'm going to go back to the boss and try to beat it like younger now or was it more like okay i beat this one i'm to the next one and then yeah. the next one the next one i did you have I, my, my question is did you have the 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 need to actually go back to fighting a, a boss yeah um, or, or if it was just one continuous journey so i didn't die completely like did not get a game over uh just got okay. older yeah uh i did the there's the like when you go to the like shrine statue thing i did the like decrease your age by five years i did that twice Um, okay oh uh, uh, that's new that's new no that that one was in there i no, you had one that it it erased your counter you couldn't get younger you couldn't get you are right yeah, so I, I I guess that's the easy mode version of that is that yeah. it dec- decreases your your if age you do not have a counter then you go yeah the, yeah um so yeah no I I did not get a game over while playing this but yes it did still inspire me to now want to go back into the game and like do better if if that makes sense yeah. so did by, you feel by- did you feel yourself actually getting better? Um, a little bit, yeah. Um, because I would be curious to, to see what, how you would perform now if you were go to go back to normal. I probably still wouldn't be g- great. I have a feeling that the dodge in the AZ mode is a little more for giving. Okay. I don't think you have to do a certain direction. Whereas in the normal mode, you have to dodge like in the correct direction um, or, yeah. or, or not, or not dodge because there, there is a 
dodge button side that step. you can like you have yeah, a like sidestep sidestep but there is a thing where you still stand still but you like bob and yeah it's bleh, it's the it's weave. the it's the, bo- it's the boxer weave yeah yeah so yeah. in normal you had to do that in the correct direction to okay. uh, to do that effectively uh so for, this, it i didn't, don't think you so have to. it's not that it made dodging easier it just made it just made it more forgiving yes yeah i when you were explaining it i was thinking that like i because i when not playing seafood i was thinking oh maybe it just made your your iframes longer or something but mm. that's that's what i was like imagining yeah so but yeah. but I yeah would... i i love this game this is a great nice. time to go back to it and play it or if you beat the game and you want another challenge you yeah can i didn't know that pump it, it up it, and yeah. yeah yeah all right, Ignacio, I, time to time to boot up Sifu on a new file and platinum it on the harder difficulty. Oh right. no, <laughs> I I don't know how how well I would do with the game now, uh, since so much time has gone. You have to get back by. into that flow. Yeah, right? I would have to get back yeah. into it because, like I said, I love the game because for for so so much of the game, I I felt like I couldn't do it. And then I could do it. And then once I beat the game, I thought, no way in hell I'm go- am I going to platinum the game? Because right. it, uh, in order to platinum the game, you have to end the game being 25 years or younger. And I thought, there's no way in hell I'm, I- I'm ever going to do that. And I managed to get to the final level without dying. Nice. And so, uh, oh, yeah. That's I-, awesome. I-, I-, I would be curious to see how well you would do with the normal difficulty now. We shall see. I think you should we give it. See. You should give it a try. Go back. Go back to the to the the club, and bump it out to normal difficulty. Yeah, I'll I'll probably spend a little bit more time where I'm at right now, just to kind of hone my skills some, and then mm-hmm. bump it up and see. But uh, probably I'm 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 not a trophy hunter, yeah. so pr- probably won't go in and platinum it. But that's just me. Yeah, mm-hmm. trophy hunting is just such a weird concept. Like, who does that? Yeah, only it, only it must can be fun. Certain things, <laughs> right? Uh, besides that, I also want, want, want to mention that I played through all of A Plague Tale: Innocence on the one that oh, wow. Gino is not here. Too bad. Yeah, yeah he he's, he said uh, it looked like he had some big announcement that uh, he was making. I I just it. it Feels like he was gonna announce that he has to take a big poop, uh, yeah. or something like that. He thinks he's a streamer. He's not here because I'm, he's streaming he's on his channel, right? I, I think it's just like, hey guys, I'm, I'm actually pretty sure Gino actually tried to poop, but it was actually too much because he, you know, mm-hmm. he probably like eats like he did you die. know bad yeah. Taco Bell and something. Yeah. So it probably yeah. actually got stuck, and then he just clogged up. Yeah, and like just you know, that, that was a new announcement. Yeah, <laughs> he blew up on stream. I don't know if it's true. See if he's still alive on stream. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I played through all of a Plague Tale Innocence uh, in in preparation for the sequel that is supposedly coming out later this year. I think um, I'm excited for that one and can't wait to learn more. But that is a good game. Go play it. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. I played. It's fun. I played up until you get the ability to upgrade. 
and then oh, I just so you're even further behind than <laughs> I am. Like you <laughs> barely got anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought I was early on the game. No, like, Nasty was like, yeah, I could I could upgrade my fucking like rock thorn. And yeah, Nasty yeah, was yeah. like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, that, that's where I stopped. I upgrade because you, you get you, you get to the town, games, man. <laughs> you get to the town, you get chased. And then when you get rescued, you get the, the ability to upgrade, right? Yeah, he he met the grandma. I yeah. forget her. Yeah, name. yeah, I saw, I the saw old there. lady. Yeah, I wasn't you feeling right. Yeah, I'm a. It's it's weirdly it's Ignacio. I'm, I'm I'm further than you. Yeah, <laughs> and I haven't played I, the game. I, in, I haven't played the game in literal months. I will say I, this. Me too. I don't think the combat in the game is great. I don't mm. think the stealth in the game is great. And I would describe Ooh. this as like a stealth action g- g- game. Is it really? But it, it it's really more about the story and the characters um, and just like the the journey that you go on with, with them. Um, but yeah, I like the it is a smaller g- g- game. It is like it's not your big triple tr- A thing. Right. So there there's some animations that could have been better or this or that but it was good i enjoyed it a lot so huh interesting yeah when i stopped i planned on going back to it and i just never did now's the time same same now's the time that like (laughs) the the, except for trek to yomi which is out i guess the day that this podcast goes live there's not much happening than like this month or next month That's why oh, I'm shit. about both Oh games. shit, yeah, you're right. Trek Diomi comes out on the 5th. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Damn. There you go. So that's what I've been yeah. playing. Ignacio, what about you? Uh, like Kyle, like you said, not much is coming out uh, now or in the near future. So We're, we're in a lull. Yeah, we're we in a lull. We so I, I'm still going through my Batman Arkham journey. I'm now into... Arkham Knight. There you go. And I gotta say, the the going from city and asylum to night, the visual style of the game is shockingly different. Where city and city and asylum were very cartoonish, mm-hmm. very big people, uh, broad shoulders, all that. Everyone was buff. And then you get to tonight, and it's so realistic. Everything looks so realistic <laughs> yeah. in that game. Uh, so it is so wild uh, comparing both visual, uh, visual styles. And then gameplay-wise, it, it's, still, it's still a great game, gameplay-wise. Yeah. Uh, the combat is Absolutely. still great. They, again, like I talked about last week, most of the additions that the, the game needed were in, in CD where uh, you got a lot of uh, gameplay additions there that made a lot of sense. So Knight doesn't have as many of those. Mm-hmm. It's mostly building up on top of things that were introduced before. But if you play the game, of course, you know that the biggest addition is the Batmobile. Fuck the, the Batmobile. Batmobile. The worst addition to I, Okay, I so it. I like the Batmobile to traverse, to drive it around, to go from one place to another. Sure. I even like the tank mode. The one thing that I do not like is the implementation of the Batmobile, how, how they make you do things with it. Solve puzzles, 
find and waves one of bit, you of, had to like drive it up this like ramp that was like real narrow and it like Cal, there, there are a lot of there are a lot of ramps i hated it i fell off every single time it was the Kyle, worst. there are a lot of ramps <sighs> a lot of ramps so uh, that's probably one of the one of the negatives that i have with the game is the implementation yeah <laughs> i could have i could have just enjoyed it it being there giving me the ability to do that even i could have even taken uh the occasional wave of of uh of vehicle enemies i could sure. have taken that but yeah i do not like how much they try to implement it into the game try to make it a part of the puzzles and the it amount was, of waves it that was you have the to hot fight. new mechanic ignacio it was the yeah. thing and it is a very good mechanic <laughs> but not how it was implemented <laughs> No, I, Cal. I, the, the I, I think, feels I, think great. It, I think what we're getting at is that it great. was it was a good idea, and then that's 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 where it stops. Yeah, was right. It's just not implemented in the right. It feels way. great. It feels great. Driving it feels great. The tank feels great. Even shooting the the cannon from the tank feels great. How it was implemented, that's not a that's not great. But still, that <laughs> the game is very good. Uh, and then, of course, more Yu-Gi-Oh! Still playing through Legacy of the Toolies. I'm now up to Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Enjoying it very much. And it is exactly what I wanted. Did you know you have to get your game on? Good. Got gotcha. Cool. That was... You heard it that's here an first, anim- folks. That's an anime <laughs> reference, though. That's, that, was Jane's, <laughs> that was Jane's signature phrase, is get your game on. Yeah. The the what's the uh, intro the get your game on or whatever? Oh man, the the intro is so weird for GX. Uh, it's, it's so, so totally so totally different from the other one. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's that's the biggest example of the American dub Yo. trying to impose itself into the series. <laughs> Yo, the dub opening was like was like now, to, to really fair, good. To be fair, the the Japanese. The first Japanese opening of GX is also some somewhere around that tone, but the <laughs> the, the English opening goes so much further. But uh, we're not gonna be talking about that right now. We're gonna be talking about a new game that came out that is actually a re. It's not really a remake. It's just nor a, a remaster. It's a port, but it kind of is. So we're talking about the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Uh, have either of you played the Stanley Parable or are aware of what it is? I have not. I, I've heard great <clears throat> things, but I, I don't know what it is exactly. I know, I know what it is, but these like weird kind of Sim-esque games just aren't for me. It isn't as so. What the game is is well. I mean, I know it. I don't like. I say it's a sim because you just kind of walk around, but it's yeah, it's way more than that. It is more of a walking simulator, if you want to yeah. if you want to call it that. But the it is a walking simulator. But the 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 what makes it fun is that pretty much anything you do gets a reaction from the narrator. So mm. the 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 basic basic gist of the game is that. You are Stanley, you are an employee on this one office, and you have a narrator narrating everything that you have to do. So Stanley walks out and sees that no one is there. So he decides to go to the, to the uh, meeting room. So you go to the meeting room, you encounter two doors, and the narrator says, Stanley went to the door to the left. 
And if you go to the through the to the left, you get the story, but then you go through the one to the right and you the narrator will react to it and say, Sandy just wanted to go to the to this other place to contemplate how good it looked. And he already did that. So now let's go back to the meeting room. And so that's basically the the appeal of the Sandy Parable. Interesting. It is a it is a fun, entertaining game about you trying to test out what you can do in this world. The narrator says one thing, so you know that you gotta do the a different thing. It says go seek, you gotta go sag and see how it evolves. It almost I'm we're, I'm playing the the trailer right now for this uh, ultra deluxe version, and it kind of reminds me of the like the thing that's super popular right now, the like back room style stuff. Except not like it's not as scary as some of that stuff is, but yeah. there's certain moments in there that's just like this is an empty office building that just yeah. goes on and on forever, and it's weird. Yeah, it, it can be a bit creepy, but the the inventiveness and the creativity of the game is the the big appeal of the game. It is a lot of fun. I had me laughing so many times with the creativity, and so that's cool. the reason why I. I find it difficult to explain what it is compared to the original one is that the original game is there, but then they also added new content, but the new content is separate from it, but also built upon the original content. So uh, eventually in the game, you'll get to a section that literally says new content. So oh, yeah. is, you go is that is that the is that the meme of like me looking for the new content and it's it's a door that just says yeah new content, new content. it <laughs> says new content there so and it, it pops out randomly in one of your runs so you you go through there it it goes through this whole new story for for the game uh it it, it is a joke and a commentary about expansion uh, exp- like game expansions yeah. how it goes from uh it tells you the story of the Stanley Parable, and now we're gonna show you the expansion of uh of the game. And you go there; it is disappointing, and the the narrator commenting on it. <laughs> and then you have a section of now you you go through the journey of the original Stanley Parable and how good it was, and it turns out it wasn't that good at the begin uh, to begin with, or not that good, but uh, a lot of people didn't like it, and so on. And so it is stuff like that. And, and then once you get over that, you get things added into the original game that now will change the, the narration of the narrator or what happens when you go to or make certain decisions. Uh, the game is so much fun. If you haven't played it, you really should play it. It is very cheap. It isn't that long. And it is a fun way to mess with the game. Heard nothing but good things. So yeah, I'm glad to see this is getting some more love. Yeah, I don't know. I I've always been interested in the Stanley Parable, but like I just see the gameplay and everything else, and it just it just it looks, isn't. Yeah, it, it isn't just, about the gameplay. It is about having yeah, fun. To be honest, yeah, it, it is. It is more I, about the fun. And Alan, <laughs> it's a good thing you didn't play the the original game because you would have gone crazy with the trophy the, list. The only thing I know about Sydney Parable is the infamous you have to wait 10 years to get the platinum. Five years. And five, oh, five? I thought I, it was And 10. I got it. I got it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure how I feel about that one. <laughs> oh, well. I uh, like trophies that are challenging, not 
making me actually fucking go outside. <laughs> I think I think that's about it for what we've been playing. Uh, yep. So we are going to take a quick break for housekeeping. And then when we, when we get back, we will get into the news of the week. So we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash The Whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we're back. A uh, big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. It means a lot uh, that you guys want to support us and show us some love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cool things we have been up to here at the Whatnots. Uh, on the review show this past week, uh, we watched Deadpool 1 and 2. Um, surprisingly, these were movies I had never seen before. Um, what? So I watched them for the first time this past wow. week. Yeah. Um, and we got to review those. There's also r a rumor out there that Deadpool may show up in Multiverse of Madness. I don't think it's true, but you never know. Um, but yeah, that was a rumor that's out there. So that's on the review show on uh, the captain's log. Ignacio, you joined us uh, for the second half of the podcast in which we played X-Files or Bullshit. <laughs> which was a good time you you like i i never watched the show but i know it culturally and you being out in Ch Ch la you know it less than me so for you to yeah, hear I, like how ridiculous i know a couple of references this is yeah you're just like i didn't know this sh the show was like as that weird crazy. as it was yeah 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 so that was a good time indeed also coming up down the road, uh, our reactions to the finale of Moon Knight uh, will be out on the reactor core, as well as our spoiler cast for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It was our all on its way. Uh, so keep an eye out for all of that stuff. Yeah, that's it here uh, for housekeeping. So let's get into the news. Square Enix, Square Enix, what are we going to do with you? Uh, number one here on the news, Square Enix sells most of its Western studios and IP uh, and, and IP, IPs of those studios, not yeah. all of it. IP. Yeah, um, yeah. 
this I'm pulling this from Michael McWhorter over at Polygon, uh, and they write Square Enix is selling off Western Studios, Idos, Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix Montreal, as well as the franchises those studios develop, including Tomb Raider, Deus Ex and Thief to Embracer Group. They have been embraced. Uh, the companies uh, announced on Monday. The $300 million deal will give Embracer Group ownership of more than 50 back catalog games from Square's library and will affect 1,100 employees across three studios. Uh, Square says the sale of these studios and IP will establish a more efficient allocation of resources and enable the launch of new businesses by moving forward with investments in fields including blockchain ai and the cloud ignacio thoughts on this what are you thinking uh this is crazy i didn't see this one coming square Enix, we know that is a studio that has very much two sides. On one side, it is the classic JRPG, Japanese right. studios, Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, uh, Kingdom Hearts, and so on. And then there's this other side that's the most Western side that, is, that has games like Tomb Raider, like Deus Ex, those kinds of games. And so... I've always felt that these sites are very different, so it always was a hard time for me to wrap around the, the fact that these games came from the same people that did Final Fantasy in those games. Yeah. So... It was... Go ahead. So I think that uh, it might this acquisition might be more about Square Enix trying to focus on one of their sites yeah. Well, also, I don't know how happy they have been with the with their Western studios because we constantly keep hearing stories about Tomb Raider underperforms or Deus Ex underperforms and will no longer be making those games or uh, that's what Avengers I was just about now. to mention. Yeah, that it, so it, it always had this weird disconnect. Like they, they, yeah. they, it felt like the Western studios didn't really belong there, and they treated them unfairly in the sense of what you mentioned that they just seem to have these unrealistic expectations for some of these western games and it was just like what like how did that underperform it's doing amazing like but they just had their own own agenda yeah i know and so the the other interesting part of the of the whole news story is one that it is going to embrace your group mm-hmm. but tied to that is the price of 300 million so now we've gotten accustomed to sony and microsoft making a, making out deals on the billion side so now we get here to three developers which are triple developers they have made some very high quality games i know one it is sold for 300 million and mm-hmm. two it is sold to the Embracer group which we know of them from take you nordic and buying up these smaller ips and, and whatnot so that side 
to me is very interesting. The prize, the fact that Embracer Group was the one that owned, that bought them, seeing that why didn't Microsoft or Sony pick them up at that price, seeing as they are now on a buying spree? That's what I wonder. Yeah. And of course, the future of these studios and these games under the Embracer Group, uh, it is a bit nebulous because, like I said, they keep buying up IPs, they keep buying up studios, but their return, we still haven't seen much of, of the return. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just the the whole thing is interesting. Um, I it it I I think this is revealing to say how much Square Enix valued their Western developers, mm. uh, which our next story will get into says they you know they they may not value games very much. Um, but the it it just. There had been rumors for a while that like, oh, hey, maybe Sony, maybe PlayStation is going to buy Square Enix. They seem to have a real good relationship with that. And yeah, I think like you mentioned, I think this kind of puts to bed any of those rumors there that that's probably not happening, I feel like. Um, But it seems like Square Enix is really trying to position themselves with this stuff like blockchain and. AI, which I know most of the like video game industry has been pretty staunchly vocal in their dislike of some of the stuff. Um, so I, it's it's just one of the things that I don't know what to make of it yet. I, I just, yeah. I think that this might be more about them trying to strengthen what they see as their core. Sure. Because, of course, Square Enix comes from Square and Enix, which come from a Japanese JRPG background. And that has been, always has been such a big part of them. Final Fantasy games still come out, Dragon Quest games still come out. Mm-hmm. And you have, of course, you have the games there. But those, don't forget that those are IPs also. Those are huge IPs. So Square Enix doesn't only make the games for those they also license their license them uh dragon quest has had its own anime i don't know if it's still on you have that you have the movies you have the uh arcade stuff square enix is much bigger than just in the business of making games and i think that we've seen that much more on the japanese side than on the western side and this could very well be like they like they said they they need they needed or wanted the money they don't seem to be that happy with their western studio so let's make let's right now convert that into money that we could use so maybe that explains the the low price point because they just needed the cash right now and let's put that back into what we feel is the core of the company Alan, do you have thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I, a little bit. So when I when I saw this, it, I mean, it was obviously shocking. Square just kind of selling some studios off, but like in the article of their Western studios of Crystal Dynamics, um, and everything else of including Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, and Thief. Like the thing that I know is like all three of these series are great. Like I know people love Thief. Obviously, mm-hmm. the reboot Tomb Raider was amazing. 
Um, and people are really big fans of the Deus Ex, but like when you think of Square Enix and they're they're like big franchises that like always make a lot of money that are popular, like while Tomb Raider and Deus and Thief are great, I don't think they sell as well as probably Square would want them to long term. So it probably oh, sure. makes yeah. sense to me. It yeah, makes sense that. that Square would sell those off and more focus on like the studios, like their Final Fantasy, like the think Kingdom Hearts and all those things. Because you already know, like FF sixteen, F uh, Final Fantasy fourteen is massive. Uh, the near games were great. Like all of these things, I think Square is getting rid of. They're pretty much trimming the fat of what they don't really want themselves to focus on or other parts of Square to focus on, and they want to focus on their strengths and and getting rid of these to someone else that will probably do more with it and also yeah to make money so square can do more things one thing i do find interesting is that they sold off tomb raider but when i look because i remember vaguely that a new tomb raider was technically announced yep that's being made with unreal 5 so like i'm wondering how like mm-hmm. this is gonna pan out with a new tomb raider like because i was... when i when i saw this i was like wait but there's a new tomb raider that's on the horizon it was probably announced to help get them more money a little yeah. bit faster. Uh, don't know what that means for the game. If that means it's yeah. canceled or it's not, or who knows? I don't know what I'm this sure means for a sequel to Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, that's yeah. more that, worrying. And well, that's would be an interesting thing to know. Also, Crystal Dynamics was helping out. Uh, God, that one Microsoft Studio. I forget off the top oh, of my head. The that was working on with uh... yeah perfect the dark. The perfect dark yeah i think um, they said that they were still going to be working on them the the other two things i do want to mention is like while people like the marvel's avengers games from crystal dynamics that game was still not super fantastic so it also makes sense selling that off i didn't like that game yeah yeah oh, so the, god the, the, well, so you're, you're you're not wrong i i think the weird thing that people have noticed for a while is that the standard that they were trying to hold these like yeah. first or third person narrative yeah. only games they don't was match just this uh yeah it didn't match what those games are known to do like this yeah was a strength of square enix at least in my opinion mm-hmm. that hey tomb raider was fantastic sx was good great like yep they, they were on to some stuff and it expanded their portfolio and their catalog in a way that i think was a good move but you're yeah. right they're also just not selling in yeah, the, the way I, that they yeah. would like them to sell a long term yeah. like i don't i don't yeah i don't think yeah. that there's i don't think they're hitting their sale marks as well i don't think that the longevity of the appeal of those games like like thief People like that game, but like if you didn't actively know that game existed, you would hear, oh, they sold off the developer of Thief. You'd be like, yeah. you, you would have no idea what that game is because yeah, it's not Thief it's not know any kind of shade right now. Now, I I truly believe Sony is not going to buy Square. I, I agree that that's not happening. But Great. a part of me is like, what if they're selling out? What if they're trimming off the fat of studios that they feel aren't their their core strengths? to strengthen their core brand to make themselves more appealing to be bought by Sony or someone else. Certainly possible. I do not see Sony or Microsoft or whoever buying Square Enix for, for the same reason I don't see anyone buying Konami is that these companies are so much more than just games. 
Yeah. They, like I said, for, for Square Enix, they have the games, but also they have all the licenses. They have the animes. They have the uh, arcade and amusement things. And so when, if, if you're talking about a Sony, for example, buying those companies, it also means taking on those other responsibilities, which yeah. are maybe too much to take on all at once. The same as for Konami. Why I don't think anyone is going to buy Konami is that Konami has the games, of course, but they are mostly they have pachinkos, they have the they have uh, the the all the gyms that they have, uh, spas, I think, or hotels or whatever. They they do a lot of things. And so that that is maybe too much for a company that doesn't do any of those things to take but here, on. But here's the thing, though, like while Sony and Microsoft for games, they're also not only known for just games. Granted, it's a little different, but like, but like Microsoft is known <laughs> is known <laughs> for like their, back, their PC yeah. stuff, and like yeah. Sony, like they make TVs, like they make like earbuds and headphones, like. They're also not just games themselves yeah. either. So I'm just saying. Yeah. But yeah, like I and again, I I will be shocked if either Microsoft or Sony buy Square. But like imagine if like the sales numbers in Square is like, we're gonna cut the fat of what's not doing well to strengthen our core appeal. And then Sony, like just say example, Sony is like, damn, Square's like buckling down on their JRPG like strengths and they're they're kind, they're going to start popping off. And Sony's like, I think we're going to pick them up. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, this to, to kind of yeah. contradict some of what we've been saying that these have not been selling uh, to. Well, let's go to one B here in our news segment. The Tomb Raider games have sold a cumulative total of 88 million units since its inception in 1996, with the reboot trilogy accounting for 38 million of those lifetime sales. It's uh, that, pretty damn good. That is good. But yeah. even then, the reboot, it, does, the reboot doesn't even account for half of that, though, either. Yeah. But the, the but I think reboot is also in a shorter for, for, amount of time. I mean, I guess that's true. I think that it, it has the most weight in, in, yeah. uh, in, in the but whole. It, and that's true. Tomb when you think of those of those games, Tomb Raider is the only one that's like the giant pillar. Like, that's the one that stands yeah, out sure. amongst the smaller ones. Sure. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> still, that's the, good on Tomb Raider, though. Yeah. Like, but that, that's been the, always a weird money. thing with Square Enix where without... Every time a game comes out from Square Enix, the article will eventually follow it that says it hit 11 million, 12 million, 14 million, whatever. And underperformed. And it underperformed for Square Enix. Yeah. And I think at some point, okay, maybe the first one, maybe the second one, whatever, you had high expectations. At some point, I you're guess, either, yeah. you either should adjust your expectations or maybe this adds to why they wanted to sell Square Enix, uh, the Western side, is that maybe Square wasn't that interested on that side, and that's why they, they had very high expectations. Yeah. I mean, Square, Square did see the Tomb Raiders, each Tomb Raider game, collectively selling a little bit less than the last one, right? I think. Yeah. And then everything else, like, they, like I remember when Marvel's Avengers was announced, that game was like, was like 
the hype and it just mm-hmm. kind of it just kind of shot it 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 had it shot and then it just petered out just they yeah. had no idea what to do with that game but oh well so, oh well ah well square let's... enix yeeted their western studios because they said bye bye felicia they yep. sure did they wanted a quick buck well, we'll see uh, if Embracer does anything 30 million with those bucks. IPs. Let's, let's move on to our second news story because <laughs> there is more Square Enix news to talk <laughs> about here. Uh, Balan Wonderworld director Yuji Naka says he was kicked off the project and sued Square Enix. This is also coming from Michael McWhorter over at Polygon, uh, who is just uh, having a great week here reporting on Square Enix. <laughs> um, <laughs> This says here, uh, Yuji Naka, the former head of Sonic Team at Sega and the director of the disastrous musical platformer Balan Wonder World, uh, says he was removed from that game's development six months before its completion and that he sued publisher Square Enix over that decision. Naka said his court case is now... His court case is now over and he is no longer bound by company rules, but he did not disclose its resolution. According to Naka, he was removed as director of of Balan Wonder World by the game's producer, head of marketing, head of sound, managing director and human resources department for two reasons. One issue, issue that caused conflict during development, Naka said, citing court, citing court documents, was a promotion that used a YouTuber's piano arrangement of music from Balan Wonder World instead of the original composition. Naka said he insisted that the original be released. The second issue was a disagreement. Uh, with Arzest, uh, the game's developer, uh, 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 over the quality of the game. Naka said he made comments to Arzest about improvements to Balan Wonder World and bug fixes that were not addressed, leading to a ruined relationship with Arzest. Naka further apologized to fans for not interacting with them on social media, saying he was restricted from doing so by Square Enix. He believes that Square did not value game fans or games themselves based on his experience developing Balan Wonder World. Now, you played this one, right, Alan? Uh, I played I played the demo part of it. Okay. Of yeah, Balan Wonderworld. The and there there's I, I got I got like I don't have like true opinions on this, but like uh the one thing I'll state is Yuji Naka is he's he's a person. Sure. He's he's a person. There's actually a very good, a very strong video essay from the Golden Bolt on YouTube that actually discusses uh, the fall of Sonic Team and Sega's collapse and everything else from like when they almost went bankrupt completely. Mm-hmm. And Yuji Naka is. In, in, in his words in the video, and this wasn't even him paraphrasing, this is like knowledge of Yuji Naka. He's kind of a huge dick. Yeah, I was listening to Easy Allies 
talk about this and that came up on their podcast this is technically only one side of the story right like we don't know the other side of this stuff i (sighs) and it like some of this stuff seems like this stuff seems valid right they use this like remixed composition but yeah fans don't know the original so it seems like this guy's is the original and now the actual composer seems to be not getting the credit like all of that stuff seems good right fix bugs that seems good yeah maybe it's the way he addressed these things here but here here's the thing though like yuji naka though like he himself there are interviews of him like just hard bashing Sega as a company and doing all these bad things and taking credit and lying and everything else. I I can't trust Yuji Naka after Sega was literally going to go bankrupt from making the Dreamcast and Yuji Naka after they survived the initial almost collapse was like, yeah, Sega shouldn't have done this. They should have kept making consoles like. Yeah, like Naka, like wanted the company to fall apart, but then also like refused to like follow the rules and wanted to do his own thing. And that's also a contributing to like the quote bad years of Sonic and like whether yeah. Naka was removed off the team of Bell and Wonderworld. He was removed six months before launch like that game was fucked way before then. Yeah, and, and like I, it, I, I, I think I wanted to bring up this idea of, yeah, maybe it was the way he was g- g- going about enacting these changes or demanding yeah. these changes, right? Like may not have been the best thing because the, the line that gets me here from what Michael wrote uh, is that he was removed as director by the game's producer. The head yeah. of marketing, the head of sound, to the managing director, and that's, the human resources department. Like it's that's not just a like lot one of people, person. That's yeah. a lot of this people is, to call for your removal. Yes, yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. I, this, this whole thing just sounds crazy. I, like, I mean, we all knew that this game ended up being a. Disaster, but just and the that's fact that and it's that's and that itself is again, even an right? understatement that it was a disaster. Bullet Wonderworld was like was like the fucking biggest fuck up recently. God, I don't know. Like, Ignacio, do you have, do you have some some? No, I, I don't know much about Yuji Naka. Uh, I know that the game was a disaster. It, it was very bad. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't have anything to add to it. I love I love when Sony will have a sale and I'll scroll through it and Balan Wonderworld will be like, yeah, it's 60 percent off. Yeah, I still like fucking buying it, man. <laughs> like shout God. out, shout out, shout out to demos, because if it wasn't for that demo, man, I would not have known how fucking yeah. awful that game was. <laughs> it just it it it's also strange or, or not strange, but it just it kind of sucks for uh. Square Enix to have this news come out the same week that they sell off a bunch of their yeah. developers and IPs and stuff like that when he's just uh, like Square Enix doesn't care about video games. <laughs> man. God. Wild stuff is happening over there at Square Enix. The land, the land Wonderworld. In, in indeed, man. Uh but let's get on to number 3. Uh not much to talk about, but uh maybe we can predict some stuff here. Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase has been announced uh for June 12th, 10 a.m. Pacific. Nacio, 
What are you hoping to see from this Xbox and Bethesda games showcase? I think a sure bet for it would be finally getting gameplay for Starfield. We haven't so, seen yeah. We haven't seen a second of gameplay of the game, and the game is supposedly still coming out this November. So I would expect that that not only it be there, but also probably make up a lot of the show showcase. Yeah, I I think that's a pretty safe bet. I'm I'm excited for that one just as a like sci-fi fan. But again, I just I don't know what the game is yet. Yeah. So that's why you need it at the showcase so you can see what it's about. I know, I know. Yeah. Uh something you're looking forward to, Alan? I I Anything? I I have a weird I have a feeling that we're going to see a small teaser for like an actual like teaser look at what the next Elder Scrolls will finally like be more about. Interesting. Interesting. I don't expect and, and anything could, from that. And this won't happen, but could you imagine if if Bethesda came out and they were like, "Hey, because it's the most popular game and the best one of the franchise, we're going to remaster Fallout New Vegas." Oh, for modern consoles. That won't see happen. Something like that. That won't happen, happen. But I'd be fucking jazz. It could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they if they remake it on their newer yeah. engine. Uh, that would be all. Like I guess give them like more practice on this new thing because Starfield, I think, is the first one they're making yeah. on their their new thing. So who knows how well? Like that I don't. One will I go. don't know if this is. Uh, catalog too well like all i know is that it's it's gonna starfield like starfield feels like the very obvious one that like has to be there but then yeah like we already know that the next elder scrolls is being made so like i feel like at some point we're gonna have to get a bit of a look at it um i don't remember when 76 came out but i feel like at some point we're gonna get maybe not not this one like i truly don't feel it'll be this one but maybe next year i feel like it'll be like hey fallout 5 is like being made mm. Yeah, maybe like we also logo. have the we also have the Indiana Jones game being yeah, developed by the people that did uh, Wolfenstein. There could be like Prey as well, like a, like an actual yeah. like sequel, like I mean, like a Prey two to the the new and, one that yeah. came out. Don't think that's happening. Redfall is the new game from Arcane, that like yeah. vampire one. Oh yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Uh, that one looks good. I'm excited about that because I loved Prey. Uh, go play pray. It was great. It was amazing. Um, not. I like how that sounds. Play, play pray. Please play, play pray. pray. <laughs> PPP. Um, yeah, that 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 game was fantastic. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm interested in what Arcane is up to next. Um, for this one, I'm sure there will be some other kind of montage about things coming to Game Pass. Yeah. All sorts of stuff there. But this is also the first like concrete thing that we've gotten for what's happening this summer around summer game fest. There's no E3 this year, but we don't even really know what's happening with summer game fest yet. We know what's happening, but Mm -hmm. still no schedule yet. No Google calendar as Ignacio likes to say it is. Yep. Well, we've been we've been assuming what Bethesda games will show up. But remember, it is an Xbox and Bethesda. Like, obviously, in place of their E3, like, what are you what other games are you expecting from, like, just the Xbox removed from Bethesda side, like an Xbox game that you'd be like, yeah. Um, 
I, I think updates for Halo. I, I think Halo Season 2 just launched today. Halo Infinite um, yeah. launched like today or yesterday. Something like that. So I'm sure more updates for that. I think the co-op is coming in like August or September. So mm. hopefully an update with that. Um, I'd, I'd love to know if there is going to be some kind of update for Gears of War. But I'm I I don't really know what else is out there that they could really be announced. Like, what is what's it about time for for them to announce? That's kind of eluding me yeah. right now. Yeah, and not being an Xbox player, like I don't. All I know that Xbox is big for is like the Gears of War and Halo. So like, I don't really know what else is like. Like, I can't even think of like what I'd be excited to see. Yeah, I doubt we'll see Perfect Dark, seeing as all the messes that has been going yeah. on behind the scenes. Other than that, maybe updates on their ongoing games like Sea of Thieves or True. or Flight Simulator. Maybe get something for Age of Empires. We could see uh, a really in-depth look of oops. Skull and Bones, the Ubisoft game. <laughs> I thought it. I thought it would be no. there. Uh, um, who's Hellblade might oh, be there. Yes, Hellblade, Hellblade Two. That I yeah. I hope we see something in that because that was the first uh, like Xbox <laughs> Series X game that they un- announced. Yeah, and we haven't seen it really since then. Um, so I, I hope hopefully they're, we get some kind of date with that. That'd be they're nice. gonna they're gonna dump even more games into Game Pass, and they're gonna have like Absolutely. a big segment of the Game Pass celebration. Um, what was I gonna say? What, who's avowed being made by? Uh, do you guys remember? That I actually game? don't even know what that game is. Isn't that the Obsidian who did New Vegas? Yeah, we still have yet to hear much more about avowed, but there could be something with that. I think. Yeah, potentially. Fable potentially. wasn't that announced at some point? Oh, you're right, Fable. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I don't I like I I I honestly have no idea. I feel like Xbox I feel like new games from Xbox are a little bit hard to get excited for. I feel like Xbox's big push is literally mainly because of Game Pass and everything they're no. bringing back. Yeah, which I mean, which is it, like I, I think has been their thing for a while is that they bought up all of these studios that have yeah. IP that we all really like and enjoy and have done really, really well. And we've just been waiting for them. So it's it's getting to be about the t- time where things do start getting release dates or start getting like concrete tra- trailers and stuff like that. Yes. A massive Deathloop DLC, like a full on Deathloop expansion. Interesting. That could happen. Could be. Yeah. Could happen. Something oh, wait, like that. that'd be a good call. Uh no, I doubt it. I'm just shooting they, in the dark at this point. No, I doubt it unless <laughs> they announce a date for Deathloop on Xbox. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Because remember like that that game is, is a PS5 exclusive. Yeah. So just, unless they reveal a date for, for Xbox, I doubt it. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Same for, um, for uh, uh, Ghostwire. I mean, this, yeah. this just means we're going to be more excited because we have no solid idea of what'll be there yeah. except starfield yeah. if starfield's not there then wow we look silly 
Wow. No, Starfield has to be there. It's coming out this year. We haven't seen anything. I, if anything, this this is their time. Yeah. If well, if somehow Starfield's not there, I want this clip specifically of Ignacio saying <laughs> it's got to be there to be clipped. <laughs> this one spot. Here you go. Uh, I think that's about it for the big major news. Uh, so we will end that segment right there, and we will move on to our new and notable section. Okay, okay. First up, Disney. They have announced Disney Dreamlife Valley, a new free-to-play game similar to Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing, and it'll be on the Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X slash S, and the PC next year. And what is this? But Disney is set to run an early access period this summer. Gaining access will require either purchasing a Founders Pack or having an active Xbox Game Pass membership. Pricing for the Founders Pack has not been revealed. I have never heard of this. Is this what you alluded to, Kyle, of Disney's next massive game? I, I, I think this will make a lot of money. I, I, it's not going to be a game that I like, but if it's Animal Crossing, <laughs> but Disney, people are going to go nuts. It's free to play, so they're going to get a lot of people in, right? And it's going to be buying different outfits, buying different villagers, buying the Buzz Lightyear expansion pack, buying this. It's, it's just I, I have a, fe- a feeling whether we like it or not, this is going to make a lot of money. What do you guys think? Yes? No. no? Now, on everything that was listed, is it coming out for for mobile? That doesn't say. No, they haven't announced it for mobile yet. Because I feel like I feel like that's the biggest L. Like, I feel like if you're announcing this, I feel like it would come to mobile first. Yeah. Yeah. Then Um, everything else. Well, it's 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 on literally everything else. I mean, yeah, but like when I think of when I think of like these free to play games, like like, yes, already feeling Animal Crossing are fun. But like a lot of the fun is like playing it on the go, which out of all of these options, you can only do on the switch. So I feel like having it on mobile first would have like just sucked everyone in. Then like not too long after then you're like, hey, it's coming to everything else. And then you just add more shit with everything else. Yeah. But you already have that core mobile because like what are you going to sit down on your Xbox and play the Disney Dreamlight Valley? Or are you going to play fucking Starfield? not me i'll i'll play starfield (laughs) but everyone's girlfriends younger kids that can't play starfield yet because it's too mature whatever it's too hard (laughs) they like disney fans go rabid for disney stuff like this that's why kingdom hearts is so is still here right <laughs> and i mean that's true but like if it's gonna be like Stardew valley animal crossing like those games are already well established that's that's still some steep competition to fight against sure but they have disney Not on disney. the <laughs> side yeah it's just like skin the whole thing as disney and Man. you already have a fighting chance right dad dad can i use the ps5 to play disney dream life younger <laughs> brothers and sisters right i mean just Im- you, imagine like you you live, live right next to donald okay for real though for real though i'm not gonna lie if i could like build a house and donald duck's my fucking neighbor i might play that though that's what this is that's what this is 
That's exactly like, what yo, this I is. Will, I will give Donald Duck every fucking gift imaginable to be his best friend. That's exactly <laughs> what this game is, <laughs> Alan. So you answered your own question. Who will be playing this? Alan. Alan Busby but, will be playing this only, day one. But only for Donald Duck, though. Only for Donald, all right? Only for Donald. <laughs> Anyways. Ignacio, you're gonna play you gonna play this? What's gonna get you jazzed for this? I would have to see more of the uh, of the game. Uh I haven't played Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing, so I don't know. Whoa. Those aren't my kinds of games. But I'll I'll have to see what the game is actually about. Now what if because cause Disney, what if what if Sora is in it? It's and then somehow good. There's some KH lore in Disney Dreamland. Not gonna be there, Galen. It's not gonna happen. You, you <laughs> heard it earlier. Square Enix doesn't care about video games. They don't <laughs> want to put Sora in their little Disney <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, well, aside from Disney Dreamlife Valley, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 has been announced by Infinity Ward, but besides the logo, we, we ain't got no information yet. Yeah, I, that, I think we, yeah, that's all we got. The only other tidbit that I think is important to note about this is that this is probably the last year of Call of Duty being an annual release. We know that they're taking really? a break after this. Yeah. Oh, which one was Those Modern two? Warfare 2? Is that which one is that? Well, there already has been technically a Modern Warfare 2. But I think this is a new one, like not a. Yeah, remake, if you remember, it's just a they, new one. Yeah, they put out Modern Warfare not that long ago, and so I'm guessing it, it is a sequel to that one. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. They well, kind of rebooted the, the franchise. Oh. And the saddest news of the entire day, Stray, the cyberpunk robot cat adventure game, got delayed to summer 2022, which I thought that's when it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to be spring. Really? Out kind of around this time, but then yeah, they never really said a specific date. So I guess that's yo good that it was only delayed to summer because that's a couple months away. Yeah, um, yo, I, that could be at the Xbox. Okay, yo, I'm so living in the wrong timeline. I could be playing straight right now. Oh shit! Right? Well, who knows? I guess we'll I'm find out more to that game. summer 2022 when if it's good or not. But that was your new and notable, which is now old and noted. So, Kyle, slam us into the lightning round. Slam. Slam. Oh, right. we have uh, quite a good amount of lightning round stories to go through. So we'll start with number one, Supermassive, up, Supermassive's upcoming horror game, The Quarry. Spiritual successor of Until Dawn, if you didn't know, will apparently have 186 endings, according to the game director. Yo, if all, of those, if all of those are a trophy, oh, God, help me. <laughs> That's not going to be that. I'm sure that most of it will be just variations on. Yeah. Okay, so you have this one, this one person lived, but the other one didn't, but this one did. And so it's going to be combinations of that, I'm sure. But yo. Ending 103, though, oh, that one hit different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have that three games from the upcoming PS Plus lineup of classic games have seemingly been leaked. 
these games are Tekken 2 and Mr. Driller for PS1 and Ridge Racer for PSP. There you go. Bandai Namco games. Hmm. Alan, I see you are very excited uh, for for the service. I'm I mean, sure it's exciting, even more said, exciting. Hmm. So. Uh, those, sure those, are, those, are, those, those aren't really getting me. I don't know what the fuck Mr. Driller is, but uh, Tekken 2, I guess. Tekken 2 is kind of Rich Razor. I don't know what that is, Ignacio. It's Ridge Racer. I, that, Ridge that doesn't tell me what it is. You're a racer on a ridge. Come on, I like Alan. how it's Ridge I like Racer. I like how Ignacio goes, it's Ridge Racer. I don't know what that is, Ignacio. It's Alan, Ridge Racer. A, I don't know what that is still. That's a meme, Alan. It's Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. <laughs> Have you never seen the... No. The, He's never no. seen those. He has 2006? No. 2006 Sony E3 presentation, I think it was. No. With the Kasserai. <laughs> That's that's oh, the one man, where he yeah. jumps up, right? No, no. Is that the one I'm thinking that's of? It's no. it's the one that has the giant enemy crabs, the accurate, uh, accurate. Uh, what is it? Accurate fights or oh, Japanese history, or something like that. Weird. Whatever. Sure, it's a classic. You should. You guys should know that. Yeah, I I My know bad. The, the game. But no, yeah, I mean I mean the the presentation. Five ninety nine US dollars. You know what? Fine. You know what? Fine. Ask you. I'll play Ridge Racer for PSP. No, right? it's not about Ridge Racer. It's about <laughs> the presentation. It's a meme. Oh my god! You guys know nothing about history. Sorry. Uh, speaking of Sony, Sony has confirmed that it has blocked the ability to suck PS Plus and PS Now subscriptions ahead of the release of the launch of the revamped PS Plus service. But that's not all, because they have also detailed that the current subscriptions can be converted to the can be converted, but to the monetary equivalent tier in their common service. I'm I'm legit worried because remember a couple weeks ago when I got the free trial for PS Now, hated it, and then canceled it. Yeah, I canceled my PS Now subscription, like so it won't renew. But I got an email from Sony telling me that when the new service came out, my two services are going to be combined together for the new price, and I'm like, and I read that and I'm like, uh, it. Shouldn't because I canceled PS automated. now. That was probably automated. Yeah. That just you happened to have both of them at, at this certain time that they were just like, there he is. There's one of them now. Get him. <laughs> <Right>. Send the email. <laughs> yeah. This last part is very, very crazy because from what I heard, it is kind of like if you have, say, you have. The PS Plus right now, a yeah. year of PS Plus, PS Plus, that's $60. You can convert it to one year of the other one or three months of the other one or two weeks of the other one. Something like that. Which is kind of weird, I guess. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I don't know. It isn't necessarily a one-to-one conversion. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, have seen, this... I haven't seen any negative backlash about not being able to stack the subscriptions, but also, like, uh, well, so... To be fair on that, they did block the stacking of the subscriptions like a couple weeks ago. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, but they stopped. They, they just keep, hadn't commented. It is now officially. Official. Yeah. Oh, okay. It okay. is official. Keeping the Sony train going, Sony hires former Kabam and Singa executives to their mobile business. Mobile business. Oh. Alan, you talked about mobile. No. One of the Disney to come to mobile. I'm sure this makes no. you very excited. 
No. More mobile so, games? No, I, I said Disney should come to mobile because it's a strategic marketing move. But please don't put games on mobile. I, I don't. Alan only ever plays mobile games. Send I him fall all off. the review codes for mobile games. You can games. literally release the best Digimon game of all time for mobile. I will not play it. Alan, will Alan it you should play Via Rise. No, it's, it? on no. The, it's on the mobile. I don't want to play on my phone. It's on Wait, the no, mobile. Is Ria Rice Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> what's, the, what's the Digimon game game that came out? Ig- Ignacio, I, you know how you get the report every week of the amount of hours you spend on your phone? Yeah. I spend like, I spend like I, quite I a lot off. of time on my phone, but it is, it is only to watch YouTube videos and that's it. I don't use my phone for jack anything else. I oh, mean, wow. what the hell? <laughs> the, uh, the game isn't i i don't think it is any uh, it it's isn't available anymore oh there was, well, there was a well, news story this past week that apple was like trying to remove millions of apps from the app store that hadn't been updated in a long time Ooh. Um, no but this one does get updated it, but in oh, a long time no how did we miss this news story monday not code to shut down digimon re-arise from April 21st? There oh, you go. no. Alan, you missed on a very good Digimon game. Uh, that's fine. Oh, uh, man, that look, sucks. look at how I am so out, absolutely devastated. Oh, man. <laughs> and they even had their, which, uh, their which own original Digimon. Which is funny, which is funny, because it's still on my phone. <laughs> but I never played oh, it. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, it sucks. Uh, uh, I don't know how anyways. I can keep moving on. <laughs> Final PlayStation Sony news we have here. PlayStation is now looking to hire an acquisition manager. I guess an that implies acquisition manager trying to uh, to acquisition more things, more yeah. studios, acquires acquire Square Enix. Uh, maybe. maybe, maybe. But yeah, I think that Microsoft also recently had the news of that they were also hiring an uh, an acquisition manager. Interesting. So this just shows the commitment to purchasing new studios. Cool. Cool. Now switching over to Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch Sport smashes to number one in the UK. Nice. I have yet to buy it. Me too. Good for them. Also, Nintendo expects to sell 10% fewer Switches this year due to supply constraints. Which is impressive that the Switch has like still been busting numbers for years yep. and it's finally hitting them. Yep. And only by 10%. Yeah, that's not even that. I mean, it's a lot, kind of a lot technically with the high numbers, but still. Yeah. That Switch still keeps selling. Netflix has revealed a quick look to their to their animated Sonic show, Sonic Prime, in a season reel for its upcoming animated projects. Alan hell, is very excited. Hell yeah, dude. This one is the also actor, interesting. I forgot his name. The actor that plays Sonic, oh, he, he does Roger such a Craig good Smith? job. I, it's so is good. Is it still the same? It's no, not it's him. not Roger Craig Smith. It's, uh, oh God, I forget his, I forget his it's name. It's a new guy. Yeah. Uh, oh. The African-American guy, and uh, people are very happy about that. I forgot his Did- name. <laughs> Didn't the news come out that uh, Roger Cook Smith was getting replaced, and so he was very heartbroken, but then it turned out that he wasn't going to be replaced? I wasn't remember vaguely something about that, but I don't remember exactly 
what, what it was. Devin Devin Mac is uh is Sonic in uh Prime. There you mm. go. Uh, what's mm. interesting to this one as well as Netflix had a bunch of layoffs this past week or so. Yeah. And supposedly one of the the departments that got hit very hard was animation that they are like no longer going to be investing in animation as much as they have been Uh-oh. recently. Yeah. So I guess yeah. that uh, hopefully Sonic does good. Which, you guys which is our Sonic which fans is, go watch this show, which is so sad because I feel like animation is one of like our best forms of media. Yeah, yeah, it is. Sad. I'm guessing that the only reason it's still going is that Sega probably has some involvement in it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. All right. Activision Blizzard stakeholders have voted in favor of Microsoft acquisition, bringing them one step closer to making it a reality. Did you Make guys sense. hear this thing about Warren Buffett, like, and the the like v- voting ag- not voting against, but like betting. So there's a lot of people in the like financial stock market world, a place that I know very little about uh, that are kind of betting on this deal not going through. Really? Uh, Oh, really? Yeah. And stocks for Activision Blizzard are going down. And so Warren Buffett, of all people, uh, is buying up the stocks and basically betting against them. Being like, actually, no, I think this will go through. Wow. That's why I'm buying now, because uh, once it does, the stock is going to go up. Um, huh. So I don't know what the deal that is. is all of that, but. It still has to go through the, what is it, the SEC, SCC? Something like that. I have no One idea those, what the right acronym is. It still has to go is. through that. Yeah. But yeah, it is one step closer to it. We'll see if it ends up happening. Ubisoft has announced that Prince of Persia The Signs of Time Remake will now be led by Ubisoft Montreal. It was previously at Ubisoft Mumbai. Yeah, Cal, what's going on with the game? Uh, trouble. Trouble in paradise in Persia. Uh, in Persia. They, yeah, they, they, they released a trailer a while back. To, no. It didn't do well. It didn't look good. Uh, and the fan reaction was very negative and they they apologized and was like, hey, this is not what you're looking for. We're going to go back and fix some things. And it's been silent since then. I think it's been a number of months since that trailer came it's, out. It's uh, never come it last out. year. It was last year sometime. Yeah. Um, but it yeah, it, it, it's now switching studios that's developing it. I guess, mm. I, or I'm I'm not sure exactly how that works within Ubisoft, but that does not bode well. But no. I guess on the bright side, if I'm not mistaken, Ubisoft Montreal was the ones that made Sands of Time originally. I think. Don't quote me on mm. that, but I think I saw something like that on the interwebs once. So. <laughs> and you okay. know, you can believe everything you read on the internet. <laughs> If there's one person you can always believe in, that's Cal Springer. Hey, there you go. That's what I heard. Put Yo. it on my campaign slogan. <laughs> final Fantasy 16 seems to be in its final stages. This apparently comes from the game director himself. I don't believe this. I don't, I don't, like, I know he said it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Yeah, we still have yet to see it so much. I don't, much, which is I don't really think this game... Play. 
I don't think this game's coming out until till like end of next year. I don't. I I do believe in uh, the director. I'm blanking on the name. Gino likes him a lot. Isn't it uh, Tabata, uh, Tabata or whatever? No. If oh, it's the, same, a, it's the same dude that made FF14. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the director 14. And so I, I think that I think that you can trust this guy. If he says that it is in his final stages, I do believe it is in his final stages. Hiroshi, Hiroshi uh, ta- Takai, Takai, Taki. That name doesn't okay. sound familiar. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't think of it. It says that's the director's name for this game. Yeah, it says the it says the the director is Hiroshi uh, Takai. The producer is Naoki Yoshida. Okay, producer. Naoki Yoshida. That's, that's the, the producer. Okay, okay, fine. But I think that uh, Yoshida was the one that said it. There you go. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And finally, we have a rumor here: Warner Brothers games could soon be sa- be could soon be for sale. Uh, we've been hearing about it for a while now, and I think that now with the different mergers and sales and whatever of Warner Brothers and its parents com- parent companies, yeah, Warner it might be true. Uh, Warner Media and Discovery uh, merged. I b- believe those are the two. They merged yeah and uh do we, like we've said before lots of uh rumors going around that warner brothers interactive would be sold off and all of that stuff and so this would be another interesting time apparently the rumor comes from emron khan who's like i've been hearing a lot of chatter about this so we shall see we shall we'll see. see we shall see. thank you ignacio not as the end of the lightning round there. Uh, we, did it. we did it. We did it indeed. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Alan. This, it was all you. <laughs> we all did it. <laughs> we all pitched in. Uh, let's see. What are you guys excited for next week? Alan, let's start with you. What are you looking Man. forward to getting, getting into? I mean, I'm still excited to ride my bike. On a side note, I'm excited to keep reading more Berserk because Kyle, Kyle, it's good. was it Saturday? Berserk made me cry. Aww. How sweet. How I legit, sad. I legit had to stop reading. I went to the bathroom. I got out and I, I, my eyes were watery and I was like crying a little bit. And it was like, are you okay? Yeah. Amy was like, who died? No one died. I just, it's just hitting different. <laughs> That's awesome. Good stuff. Nacio. What about you? What are you excited for this week? Oof, this is going to be a good week for Marvel content. Hell Both yeah. Doctor Strange and the finale of uh, Moon Knight are this week. So by the time you're hearing this, I would have already watched both of those. And then since we were talking about anime slash manga, I started Guren Langan. Guren Langan. That's a good one. Yeah, Langan. isn't it Guren Lagan? I don't know. I always wish. is it the is it the one with the girl where she shoots the the pistols? Yep the the rifle, the giant the, sniper. The big, uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, rifle. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, from the same studio that did Evangelion. So I know people like that's why I give it a, shot. a lot. It yeah. is good. That's a classic one. Ver- yeah. Really. So uh, oh, I'm I gotta, going to that one halfway through. I gotta oh. watch Spy X Family. Apparently, that's good. I've heard I've heard a lot of good things about yeah. that one. 
Uh, I'm also excited for all the Marvel content happening this week. Um, that's super exciting. Uh, I'm looking forward to Trek to Yomi out on the 5th, right, the day that this yeah. goes live. Um, I'll yep. be playing that as my next game. After that, I don't know. Maybe it's finally time. Guys, yeah. finally oh. time that I play Cyberpunk. Oh, no oh shit. my God. No, you're not. No, yeah, you're not. It might be. It might be the perfect time. There's a dry spell. No games except yep. this. So wait, does knows? really nothing we'll come out in, in May? Uh, I mean, nothing yeah, that other than I'm Trek to really Yomi, interested nothing in. Yeah. <laughs> nothing yeah. except Trek to Yomi. <laughs> that's yeah. that's so, all that comes out. <laughs> Trek to Yomi is May 5th. Uh, Mario Strikers is June 10th. Wow. Live Alive is July 22nd. And then Forspoken is October. Did that get moved to Yo. November? Yo, I don't remember. I don't that but fucking Forspoken disrespect, fall. Kyle. You didn't even mention Sonic Origins. Fuck yep. you. Nope, not even. <laughs> oh, right. It, it is. Wow, not even the Sonic disrespect. Origins. The disrespect last week on the show. So, but you're not excited for it? Come on! I'm not a Sonic fan. All right, I think we're done here. Wrap it up, (laughs) Alan. Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me tweeting at Twitter at Alan Busby. That's it. There you go, (laughs) Ignacio. Where can they find you? You can find me Twitter at Twitter at IgnazRojasV. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-V. There you go. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you guys want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a foe, tell someone you don't know. That would help us out a ton uh, to spread the word and stuff like that. But that wraps us up for this week. This has been Crossplay, and you have been crossed played. <laughs> oh, Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>